0: Hi mamas, I'm Jen, your host of The Restored Mama. Every season has its challenges. Some are easier than others in life these days. It seems that no matter what the season is though, they're busy. That seems to be the consistency between every season we go through, doesn't it? Maybe that's why there's so many time management podcasts and blogs and books and so many self-help things out there because we are just so busy. We kind of get things figured out then maybe a little bit, things figured out, and then things change. Schedules changes. Our kids change. Their nap schedule changes. Our work schedule changes. Our older kids get involved in other activities. Then more playdates, more activities. The youngers get more active. You move. You get more tired. You get older. Maybe like me, you have a fun surprise of twins on the way in an already busy season, or even just the small shifts day to day as things adjust. Or we get sick. We have a lot of things going on. Our seasons change. And whether we like it or not, we have to adapt to them. It's not easy. We already feel like a hot mess mom trying to manage the massive amounts of things that we're responsible for. But then everything changes and we're thrown off. We lose our footing. We get further behind on that massive to-do list. And we just want to sit down and cry. The overwhelm takes over, the stress and anxiety of what's to come because we just can't manage it all. It all comes on us and we want to quit, but we can't quit. It's not an option to clock out as a mom, so we just trudge through, worn out, and just a shell of who we want to be, only to be thrown off again by the next shift. Now, it's not always this bad. Some seasons, the shifts can really knock us down like that. But others, it's more just stress and anxiety. And we know we could have handled that situation a little bit different. We could have talked to our kids or our husband in a kinder way instead of yelling because we got frustrated. You know, those things that come out from us mamas when we're tired and stressed with all the things that are on our plate. It's easy to do. Today, we're exploring how to adapt and thrive in different seasons of life with grace That's from simple things like staying calm and not yelling when you get stressed, to managing the massive changes to keep yourself from cracking and breaking, and then everything in between. Whether you're facing a busy work season or navigating personal changes or simply looking to enhance your time management skills, this episode has something for you. No more hot mess mom. We're going to get rid of her. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you were so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and brained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the God placed on me. But I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. I'm so excited. So I've told you a few times that I sit on my laundry room floor to record these episodes. It's the only halfway reasonable place in my house to record. Well, I've been working on reorganizing the laundry room, make it a little bit better. And there was this little place that had an opening between the sink and then some drawers. And I told my husband, I want a shelf there. I could turn it into a little desk and then put a little stool and I could sit and record rather than having to sit on the floor in this really uncomfortable laundry room. Well, this weekend he got the little makeshift desk up and this is my first time sitting here and recording and it's so much more comfortable. It's so exciting and it's working so much better. It's those little things like putting up a makeshift desk in a laundry room (laughs) to make things that are challenging a little bit easier. And I'm actually enjoying recording a little bit more now. I had to go through and edit to make it not sound so echoey. And my voice was always off. And the editing took longer. And I was always uncomfortable having to shift around. And now I get to sit at a desk and record. I can see everything. I can have my drinks next to me because I usually record in the morning. So I've got my coffee, my water, a little snack. And it is peaceful. This is how it's supposed to be. I love it. I'm sure you have those little things like that in your life, in your home, just the smallest little things. Take a moment and enjoy it. Remember what it was like before and what it's like now. Those negative things that keep coming up in your mind. We're going to be talking a lot about this today. We are talking about mindset. My mindset was always rough when I would sit down to record and it did not make for a very easy recording time. I had to kind of force it and it's only because I was so uncomfortable. But now, sitting down to record in a much more comfortable environment and a much more comfortable space, it helps me physically and mentally. So what is it that you can remember today that maybe isn't the best? You know what? I would love to have an office. I would love to have an actual desk. But this is what we have right now. And I am going to enjoy it because it is so much better than the alternative. We are going to dive into some mindset stuff today. Get ready. As I was writing notes for this, I realized there's so much to talk about. My goodness. So I had to turn this into a two-part episode or it's going to be like over an hour probably. You've got this one today and then you've got another one tomorrow. So that way you can get it all without being overwhelmed by a super long episode. We're splitting it up because there's just so much information and I couldn't take any of it out. It's so important. So make sure you tune into both episodes. If you're struggling with that hot mess mom or just needing to learn to navigate life's busyness while keeping your sights on God, if you want to be mindful, present in your daily life, and learn how to live out the calling God has placed on your life in this busy thing we call motherhood, Restored Mama Method is the place to do all of that and more. I'll walk you through my tailored program I created for mamas just like you to help you become that mindful mom, to love your life as a mom, a wife, and the person that God created you to be. Do you have dreams, desires, ambitions that you have no idea why God gave them to you because you have no time to do anything with it? We can fix that. Have you resigned to the fact that this is just how life is when you're a mom and so this is how it's going to be and there's no way to change it? I have news for you. It's not supposed to be like this. We can get you through this and on the other side. You will learn to seek God first, set God-centered and achievable goals, time management skills to be able to actually achieve those goals, how to find rest. Even in these crazy busy seasons, we will work on creating those mindful moments, learning to manage your time effectively, appreciate what you have, build your schedule to fit your life create routines and systems to add into your schedule so it flows seamlessly. You will learn how to live with energy and how to set appropriate boundaries so you can keep the time that you create. It's a lot, I know, but we spread it out over six months and I personally coach you through it all. We take our time so it doesn't get overwhelming and we can test, adjust, and work through it all together. The things we're talking about today, how to have grace through every busy season, to keep yourself from breaking, from drowning in this ever-changing busy life, we hash that out and I coach you through it. The reason it's six months is because within six months, you're going to be going through season changes. It's going to happen. It always does. Big things will happen. Shifts in the schedule, adjustments with the kids, the spouse, your goals, your marriage, your business, it all changes throughout those six months. So I can be there to help walk you through it. I'll help you walk through those changes. So that way, the next time you come through a big shift, a change in your life, big or small, you can remember how we walked through it together. And it won't seem like such a huge challenge. You say, I got this. Signups close the last day of February the 29th. Remember, it's a short month this month. So you only have a couple weeks left. I have a special discount available for those special insiders. So hop on my email list if you're wanting to join and you'll be able to get the insider discount. The end of the month is coming quick. Please don't wait. Spots are filling up so fast and I don't want you to miss out. The next one doesn't start until next year, 2025, unless things are going miraculously smooth with the twins. I may get a wild hair and do one towards the end of the year, but probably not. I was planning on doing it every six months, but with the twins coming, it's probably not going to happen. I'm just trying to be realistic. So you don't want to have to wait till 2025. This is the time to do it. I can't wait to see you there. In the context of time management and personal development, the concept of life seasons, it refers to the various phases or the periods that we experience throughout our lives. And these are a lot. Our lives change a lot especially as moms. Each of these seasons are characterized by distinct themes, priorities, and challenges, and affects different people in our lives. While the specific seasons may vary from person to person, they often encompass some key aspects like work, personal life, relationships, health, finances, and so much more. Some of them we're going to go over a little bit to give you an idea of what this is, and then we will dive into the mindset piece. Work season. This season revolves around your professional pursuits, career aspirations, your work goals. It might involve periods of intense focus on career advancement or building your business, skill development, entrepreneurship, as well as times of transition like job changes, promotions, or if you want to totally shift a career, or maybe you quit your career to start your own business, or maybe you just quit altogether and you stay at home. I'm constantly in a work season, it feels like, because my business is still rather new. It's only about a year and a half old, which is still new for a business. I'm still learning. I'm adapting. I'm changing constantly. The more I learn and grow, the more I adjust things in my business. Maybe you're starting a business, or you transitioned into a new job, or maybe you quit your job and you are staying home with the kids. You're homeschooling. Perhaps you haven't worked a professional job in years, but you're a stay-at-home mom. Homeschool all the things that's a job and not to be discounted either. However, the shifts in that and season changes in that role are quite a bit different than the changes that happen in a more professional entrepreneurial role. Personal life season. This encompasses the broader aspects of one's personal life outside of work. This includes your family, hobbies, personal growth, leisure activities. It might involve milestones like marriage, parenthood, moving, growing your family through new births or adoption, maybe pursuing personal passions that you have when you can find the time to do that, or simply finding balance and fulfillment in everyday life, which is part of what this podcast is here to help you with. It's not easy when everyday life is so darn busy, but that's why I'm here, right? Next is the relationship season. This season focuses on the quality and dynamics of interpersonal relationships. This would include your spouse. Friendships, family members, kids, the different seasons your relationships go through as the kids grow. Because every season your kid goes through, your relationship is going to change. Your different social connections. It might involve periods of deepening intimacy in your marriage or maybe a lull in that intimacy. This is when you're navigating conflicts, building new relationships, or letting go of toxic connections. The letting go of those toxic relationships is really hard. It's a hard season to go through, but often it's so necessary for growth. I bet if you look back, you can probably think of at least one or two toxic relationships that you had to let go of. And as hard as that might have been, how much better are you off for that? Health season. This has been a big thing for my family. This season pertains to your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. It encompasses aspects such as fitness, nutrition, self-care, stress management, which is huge. (laughs) It's why we talk about stress so much. The overall health and maintenance. It might involve periods of prioritizing health goals for you, overcoming health challenges, making lifestyle changes to improve your overall well-being or your kids' overall, overall well-being. Maybe it could even mean a diagnosis that you weren't expecting. If you've been listening to this podcast for very long, you've probably heard a bit about the health stuff with our family. Two of my kids have been diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. That's a very challenging diagnosis to have to go through, especially the first time around, because you don't know anything about it. At least we didn't. I don't think I even really knew that there were two types. Yeah, I had heard type one, type two, but I didn't know anything about it. It was a really difficult season. It was one I never thought we would have to go through. And then to go through it again with a second child, it was so hard. Something like that you can just never imagine your kids having to live with or go through or you having to watch them go through. But it happened. There's no way around it. It's happened. It seems like our entire life is constantly navigating a health season because we're always needing to manage blood sugars, count carbs. As Caleb, who's now only one and a half, he was diagnosed at six months this past year not even a year but this past less than a year it's like every single day it's different he needs different dosages dosages of insulin because his body keeps changing and same with my daughter she's 11 now she's got all of her hormones going through insulin affects her differently every day it's different having to manage carb insulin ratios change sensors, insulin pumps, order the products that we need for the pumps and sensors and the insulin and pay for all this stuff. We have to pack supplies when we leave the house. It's always something. It's not easy, but we had to learn to adapt. But we believe in a God who heals and will never stop believing for their healing until we see it. But it doesn't mean this season is any easier. Next is the financial season. A financial season refers to a specific phase or period in an individual's or a family's financial journey. So this could affect just you personally or it could affect your entire family. Now, a lot of the times, husbands and wives, and eventually we're going to do a financial episode too, but eventually husbands and wives will have joint accounts. And it's something that I would recommend something Dave Ramsey recommends. It's important and crucial. And we will talk through that when we get to the financial episode. If you're going through a financial season, it's most likely your entire family that is affected when you're a mom, when you're a wife. This season is marked by various financial priorities, different challenges, opportunities that you might encounter throughout your life and throughout this season. You could go through all sorts of different financial seasons all throughout your life. A financial season might entail debt repayment, trying to build a savings, paying for a child's education, retirement planning, investment planning, transition seasons like purchasing a home or selling a home and finding a new place to live, financial struggles, financial wealth. They're all seasons that we need to navigate through, and sometimes you might go through multiple seasons at once. Some are more difficult than others. We're in the season right now in my family. We purchased a home, and right after we purchased it, just literally a couple months after, we found out about the twins and our home is not large enough to add any more children. It's a three-bedroom, pretty small house, and adding these twins brings us to a total of nine people in our family. So we will need to be prepared to sell and purchase a new home a little sooner than we had expected, unless we want the twins to stay in our room until they're teens, which not my idea of a great way to live, (laughs) and probably not theirs either. Seasons come, seasons go, But as seasons change, any of the ones that I talked about or many others that have happened in your life, because there's so many other seasons that I didn't discuss, those are just some of the main ones, or maybe you're experiencing a season right now that I talked about or one that I'm not, they all affect time management and stress levels in one way or another. We need to be able to adapt, to shift, and to change as the seasons change. It's not easy. But being prepared for it and ready, not knowing exactly what season is coming, but knowing some change and shift will be coming because it always does, we can prepare ourselves mentally and emotionally and even physically for that change because the changes are going to affect us mentally, emotionally, and physically. We can be ready to adapt even if we don't know what it is that we will be adapting to. One huge way that we can be prepared for the change to come is by learning to control our mindset. I know it doesn't seem like that has anything to do with time management, but guess what? It has everything to do with time management. If you can't manage your mindset, that is when the overwhelm, the stress, the anxiety, that's when it all kicks in. You and your neighbor can be going through the same exact thing, yet somehow you're managing it so much better than your neighbor is. How is that? It's probably your mindset. If you let your emotions take control, if you don't keep your mindset focused on the important things and calm and focused on God, then that's when things start to fall apart. Do you want to manage your time effectively and not feel so overwhelmed? Start with your mindset. We go over a lot of ways to manage your mindset in the Restored Mama Method, and we talk specific strategies and struggles that you have and how to combat those. But some general ways that you can start to work on shifting your mindset are journaling, prayer, focusing on what you can be thankful for. Surround yourself with people who lift you up and encourage you. Set those small goals that you can be excited about when you achieve them. Meditate on scriptures that can help you refocus on who God is, who God says you are, and the promises that he has given you. Stand on those promises. By doing things like this, you're retraining your mind to focus on the good instead of what is bad or going wrong. It's not easy. It takes intentionality, but it's worth the effort. I won't go too much into the sciencey things of it, but our brain has these things called neurons, and they are constantly firing, and they are constantly rebuilding themselves and changing their pathways in our brain. Well, if you are constantly going to the negative, if you're constantly focusing on what's bad, if you're constantly focusing on the challenges, your neurons are forming this pathway to go shorter distances to make it easier to be focusing on the bad and think negative. So it's not easy. It's why I say it takes intentionality and it's hard. But if you can shift your focus onto the good, which happens by focusing on the good and journaling and every time that negative thought comes in, say, nope, I'm going to focus on this scripture. This is what the truth says. This is what God says. This is the truth. I'm not going to focus on what's going wrong. I'm going to focus on what God says. And then pretty soon, you're going to notice it's a little bit easier. It doesn't take so much effort to shift your thinking. And that's because your neurons are starting to shift their patterns. They're starting to reform patterns in your neural pathways to be able to think positively instead of negatively. I heard a really cool analogy one time from my pastor. He said, it's like you're walking through a forest. You want to make a path to get from one place to another. The first time you go through that path, there is weeds. It takes you forever. So much energy. You've got prickles all over your legs and your pants and in your shoes. But the more you take that path, if you take that path every day, eventually it becomes a nice smooth path to walk through. Well, when you're thinking negatively all the time, that becomes that nice smooth path to walk through. It doesn't mean it's good, but that's the path that you have created. Now you decide, oh, this direction's actually a better direction to go. I'm gonna go this way. Well, it's going to be a lot more difficult to start walking that path. It's gonna take a lot of effort. It's gonna take a lot of time. You're gonna have to walk over all these weeds and prickles and get these stickers all over your pants again, but pretty soon, You're walking through that path, and it becomes an easy path. You're thinking positively. Your mind goes straight to scripture. Your mind goes straight to truth. And it's a much better path than the original path. But it took some effort to make that new path. And now, you've been going down this path for a while. That old path that wasn't so good, but it was easy. Now, it's overgrown with weeds again. And so, it's a lot easier to take this better path. That's exactly what your brain is doing with neurons. It takes intentionality, it takes time, and it takes effort. But after, it's so much better. Mindset plays a crucial role in managing your time effectively. How individuals perceive time, how they approach tasks, how they handle challenges, it can all significantly impact their ability to prioritize, to plan, to execute activities, just do anything. So keeping your mindset in control is huge. I want you to grab a pen and paper and the mindsets that I'm going to go over here in just a moment. I want you to write them down and then I want you to evaluate where you're at in each of these fixed versus growth mindset. Individuals with a growth mindset tend to see time as a resource that can be developed and optimized. They're more likely to embrace challenges, to learn from experiences and adapt their time management strategies for improvement. If you're focusing on just how things are, You're not focusing on how they can grow and how they can change. You're going to be stuck where you are. That's just how it ends up. If you're not focused on growth and how things can change and grow, and take challenges as they come and see them for what they are as challenges and a learning opportunity, it's going to be very difficult to be somebody who grows in your life. So, are you fixed or are you a growth mindset? Now, certain areas of your life you might be growth, in certain areas you might be fixed, and that's okay just evaluate where you're at and what needs to adjust. Where are you a fixed mindset? How can you change that? Proactive versus reactive mindset. A proactive mindset involves planning and prioritizing tasks, enabling you to take control of your time. A reactive mindset, it might lead to constant firefighting, responding to immediate demands without a clear plan. If you're in that reactive mindset, you're constantly trying to put out the fires. You are not coming at problems with a solution. When a problem happens, you are there to put the fire out. Instead of there before the problem happens, ready to prevent it. It's really difficult to be continuing in a reactive mindset to constantly having to be putting out fires all day, every day. It's exhausting. Think back to the last day that you had that you were just totally worn out. Were you constantly putting out fires for your kids, for your finances? were you arguing with your husband? It might not have been a physically wearing day, but you're probably putting fires out left and right in a reactive state all day long. It's exhausting. So are you going to be a proactive or reactive mindset? All right, we're going to stop here and make sure you tune in tomorrow to finish this off.